I am full of energy. Yay! Woo! Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Orange County, California. What kind of zoomed in here, huh? No. Normal. Normal. How are you, my love? I'm great. We've had quite the day today. Yes. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little tired, what? but I've got a fresh filling from I'm gonna, the Lord. I'm going to jazz you up right now. There I'm you gonna go. I'm going to fill you full of energy. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, uh, we, uh, I, I definitely want just a, sh- just a little bit, I know you're tired, but after we get done with the devotion, I want to talk about our last place that we went yeah, and, and great. how God filled it was. I thought it was amazing. Amazing. I'm so pleased. Yes. Super good. Hey, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you're going to find, um, Hedia's ministry. Um, our ministry, our ministry <laughs> started as my ministry, but it's our well, it's kind of funny. The devotional I started before we met. Yeah. You started the ministry before we met. And now, and now we do both together. Yes. Now it's ours. It's ours. His, hers, and ours. Yes. All right. So our ministry, uh, resurrectministry.com. Go there. You'll find all the content, all the stuff that we're doing. You'll find a way to do it. Uh, oh, we also have to talk about the podcast with Jack Gibbs. Yes. We'll talk about it. So stick around. I have some amazing news. It's important for you to stick around for the whole thing because we're going to tell you something that just happened just seconds ago. Um, all right. We have uh, our, uh, our devotional, which is Smith Wigglesworth, um, which is mentioned on the very podcast, as a matter of fact. Uh, Jack, uh, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs with Calvary Chapel, was very pleased that we resurrected old Smith yes. Wigglesworth. And that's in the podcast? Yes. He about talks it? about that. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't remember that. Yes, yes. He was like really happy. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you guys are doing that. Yeah. As uh, old Smith Wigglesworth, he called him. All right. And for March 27th, it's entitled Help for the Hurting. The uh, reference is Psalm 8615, which says, You, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Amen. The scripture reading is Lamentations 3, 21 through 41. Smith says, in Sydney, Australia, a man with a cane passed by a friend and me. He had to get down and then twist over, and the torture on his face made a deep impression on my soul. I asked myself, is it right to pass by this man? So I said to my friend, there is a man in awful distress, and I cannot go further. I must speak to him. I went over to this man and said to him, you seem to be in great trouble. Yes, he said, I am no good and never will be. I said, you see that hotel? Be in front of that door in five minutes. I will pray for you, and you will be able to stand as straight as any man here. This statement exercised my faith in Jesus, not in himself. Exactly. It's important that we understand that that exercised the faith in Jesus. I came back after paying a bill, and he was there. I will never forget him wondering if he was going to be trapped or why a man would stop him on the street and tell him he would be made to stand straight. However, I had said it, I, I had said it, so it had to be. If you say anything, you must stand with God to make it so. Ah. Never say anything for bravado unless you have the right to say it. Always be sure of your ground and be sure that you are honoring God. If there is anything about the situation that will make you anything, it will bring you sorrow. Your whole ministry has to be along the lines of grace and blessing. Yes. We helped him up to the, up the two steps, took him to the elevator, and got him upstairs. It was difficult to get him from the elevator to my room, as though Satan was making the last attempt for his life. But we got him there. 
In five minutes' time, this man walked out of that room with his body as straight as the man as any man's. Amen. He walked perfectly and declared he hadn't a pain in his body. If God will stretch out his mighty power to loose afflicted legs, what mercy will he ex extend to that soul of yours that must exist forever? He invites you, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That is from Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. God is willing in his great mercy to touch limbs with his mighty power. And if he is willing to do this, how much more eager he is to deliver from the power of Satan. How much more necessary it is for us to be healed of our soul sickness than of our body ailments. Yes. God is willing to give the double cure. Beloved, it is ministry. It is operation. It is manifestation. Those are the three of the leading principles of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We must see it that God, see to it that God is producing these three through us. The Bible is the word of God. It has the truths. And whatever people may say of them, they stand stationary, unmovable. Not one word of all his good promises will fail. His word will come forth. In heaven, it is settled. On earth, the fact must be made manifest that he is the good, the God of everlasting power. Yes. Your thought for today, grace is God's blessing coming down to you. You open the door to God as an act of faith and God does all you want. Beautiful. Wow. Let's see. We got a couple people join us right away. We've got Daniel Curtin, Danielle. I'm so excited to hear the Thank news. You, Happy Sunday. Happy yeah, Sunday. I got more news. I got news that it's pretty fresh. Pretty fresh news. I yeah. Got yeah. Okay. David Everett's on. We saw him at the grocery store today. Great seeing you guys at the nice store to today. See you, David. At old Stater Brothers. <laughs> I call that Stater Brothers my Stater Brothers. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. I, it's very I used sweet. to go there like three times a day. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm nuts that way. What does this devotional speak to you right off the bat? What, what comes to you from good old Smith Wigglesworth? I like that he puts the qualifier because usually he's just like, go out and heal people. Yeah. I heal, you know, people that can't ha don't have eardrums and they hear. And, you know, I mean, the most amazing things. But I love his qualifier today, which is don't say anything unless you believe and you know you have the right to say it. So it's not bravado. It's not like, yeah, I'm a healer and I'm just going to go around zapping people. It is. No, the Lord's, the Holy Spirit within you tells you, go heal that person, or you have the power to do that in Jesus's name. Then you do it. Then you say it. You don't just walk around thinking like a, like you're some loose cannon. You know what I mean? Because then you bring down the name of God if you're not mm -hmm. successful. Uh, so I just love, I love that qualifier. And then I love at the end where he says, you know, it's important. Uh, if God is willing to do this to physical bodies, what do you think about the soul? He's that much more willing. I had a, an old friend contact me today um, that was struggling and uh, it's, it, it was, and I really had felt, I, I'd felt from the day that I'd met her that it was this, it, it's this nearness that, that the Lord was calling her closer to him. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't sense that, then you keep running. Mm -hmm. That it's so important to realize, and that's why I want to read Lamentations quickly, that the Lord is not punishing you because he's vicious or he's cruel. He's trying to draw you closer to him. And so the quicker you can see that, 
the easier this, bring me your burden and I will give you rest. You're trying everything other than me to find rest and only I can give you that rest. Mm. Only I can bring peace because uh, the Lord gives peace, not as the world gives. It's a peace that passes all understanding. Yeah, same with the rest. I'm, I'm and the rest, exactly. I have something, but I, I because I, you said you wanted to get to Lamentations really quick, let's go ahead and get to the... Are you going to remember what you wanted yeah. to say? Okay. Lamentations 3, 21 through 41. And this is believed to be from the prophet Jeremiah. And I love the way it's described in the commentary as it's a book of uh, crushing emotions, anger, desperation, fear, loneliness, and hopelessness. But you should understand that it's also juxtaposed to renewal and restoration and hope. So it says there, if you are personally wounded with reading lamentations, you may feel strangely understood. And yes. I remember that when reading this, there's many Psalms that I've read. And when I was depressed, I would read the Psalms and cry like I was David. Mm. Cause I could just put myself, cause a lot of these are written in a cave when Dave's running from Saul. And I could just imagine what that feels like and just, crying and knowing like, oh my goodness, that this is in the Bible where God wants to cry with you and let you know that he's here and he's there with you. Okay. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who depend on him to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Let them lie face down in the dust for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them and accept the insults of their enemies. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. No one. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. For he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights in defiance of the Most High, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and our hands to God in heaven and say, I don't know what the last thing is. I presume it's, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah, why did he leave us off there? Yeah, he left us <laughs> off without the end of I'm that. Hanging. So... Let us lift our hands and say, we have sinned and rebelled and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down and slaughtered us without oh, mercy. <laughs> you have hidden yourself in a cloud so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuge and garbage among the nations. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heavens and seas. My heart is breaking over the fate of all women of Jerusalem. <sighs> And I'm going to skip down to 55. But I called your name, Lord, from the deep within the pit. You heard my cry. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. And, okay, so what I love about Lamentations is, is he's not hurting us on purpose. 
He has unfailing love. He has compassion. But he, then he goes to this description saying, if you're doing evil, if you're doing wrong things, the Lord sees those. Nothing can happen without the Lord's permission. So if something is being done to you, examine what you are doing. Take an account. Exa let us test and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. In other words, we must take personal responsibility for what is happening to ourselves. Not everything is our fault, mm -hmm. but we are, there's things we are doing that are bringing certain things upon us. Right. And we have to be willing to test and examine our ways to figure out what is the Lord trying to tell me? Mm. Wow. Not an easy thing to do sometimes. But it's also important to understand the context of which this, which this book was being written is that the fall of Jerusalem, which right. I mean, was just as devastating. Right. I mean, for the, in the old Testament, all we're hearing is everything that's happening in Jerusalem and, all the things that are occurring and the lives that are in there. It's almost like what's happening to uh, Ukraine. It's just, it's just, Ukraine I think is, we're dying a slow and painful death here too. <laughs> yes. I mean, but if you, I mean, if you want to see something is probably fairly close to what was happening to Jerusalem, look to Ukraine, right? Just being destroyed. Lord, People why are you forsaking and us? And trying to get out from under the bombs and just imagine that's lament. That's what they were lamenting. Like, why is this happening? You can imagine it's two men, right? Two men essentially disagreeing. It's one man in particular, right? Because of one man, his ego of not wanting to let Ukraine not be a part of his plan for being part of this country, he's done this. And these people are like going, what did I do? What did my children do? And you then you have lamentations. Right. But then... The Lord says, well, examine what you did. Yeah, I wonder what. What, what, what have you done? I don't know. I'm lamenting. <laughs> That's a good question. And when you see all these wow. things coming out about the ruler of Ukraine and what the country yes. was used for and what they were doing and the human trafficking and the bioweapons and all of those things, you're like, okay, well, there may be some things that were not so great. You know, wow. the Lord brings calamity and good. Examine your ways. The Lord will not forsake you forever, but... You must turn and repent. Hmm. Deep. Okay, what were you going to say before that? Wow, I don't know. I mean, I remember. But uh, we want to say hi to Nikki. Nikki's hi, uh, coming Nikki. on and giving us high five, high, either claps. I never understand what that one I means. thought it was praise hands. Is it praise hands? I, I, it I could be because you have little something. things shooting off yeah. there. I didn't know if it was like like clapping above be. your head. But you think it's praise hands? <laughs> Yep. Oh, and then uh, from Twitch, we have uh, Mr. Tiny Corndog. <laughs> and he's giving us something there. And Dell, hey, Dell, nice to see you. Love it. Oh, it's praise God, I think. Yes. She agrees. Praise yes. hands. Praise hands. That's cool. Um, Dell says verse 42. I can't tell. Mr. Tiny Corndog. <laughs> Get distracted from our twitch fans that happen to be watching we have sinned and rebelled and you have not forgiven us um, right there boom nice nice Dell. oh my gosh i mean you all that is so important i, I there's a couple things and i and i it's it, hopefully i connect them all together but you were talking about the friend that contacted you today which i found interesting because uh of something i'm going to talk about in regard to jack hibbs um podcast which is really important so stick around i want to tell you about that is that you are getting messages from all over the world right now because of 
this podcast that's going out. Yes. And people are seeing it, responding to you, sending you messages. Strangely enough, I'm even getting messages and getting people to stop me and say, you know, hey, you know, I love what you guys are doing because they go and find out the stuff. But she reached out, but she didn't mention anything about seeing the podcast or anything like that. So it's it's interesting. I'm there's I feel like that there's something that in God's way of of um, you know making sure that you are putting a place for him to use you that it, it's that that power of your message about you know being a formerly a muslim and you know what happened to you in your transition and all those types of things and in, in your your story he's put you in this place that has allowed your your story to be used but it i think even with her who did not see the podcast there was but we don't that, know she didn't see it. She just I'm just saying it. that if it's possible, I'm just saying that it's still one of those, it still came to her that this, right. this is one of those things that is in that. And I, and I keep thinking because we've been talking about a lot lately is the, the uh, spiritual realm, right? That that is so we just made, we just will could not possibly understand what the spiritual realm is truly, but it could be that it's in the spiritual realm and she happened to feel it and needed to reach out to you to get that help. Not because, and I, and I would love for it not to be about the podcast for yeah. some reason. I would love for it to be, it's just, no. I hear you. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I hope that's making sense. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that there's just been a, a message that's gone out in yeah. the universe, in the spiritual realm. The people that have been either in your circle at some point or know who you are, they're thinking, God, I'm really hurting right now. Who could I? Con- oh, <laughs> the Holy Spirit says, well, there's this person who I put in a, in a special spot right now that, you know, could be somebody that you should contact right now. Yeah. You know her, reach out to her. And she goes, I you know what? I'm going to contact Hedia. Uh, hmm, I got an idea. Uh, I'm gonna contact Hedia. And she reached out to you and, and yeah. needed your help. It, I mean, it, it's a strong message she sent you. Yes. She, she's in a very desperate place. So it's interesting, I thought. Yeah. Because you would think most people, almost every message you get, I saw the podcast. I saw your devotional, whatever it is. And then they have the question. She didn't do that. Right. So. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's, yes. that's the first thing Very I thought. Very cool. The other thing is when it comes to this devotional is that when it comes to, uh, you know, using the, the gift, the healing gift or, you know, the power that God has given us to, to heal people, that what you're saying is that you have to, you have to understand that God has given you this gift. I still struggle with just the fact that God has forgiven me for what I've done. <laughs> More or less to right? go and heal other people. Sure, <laughs> much, I hear you. Less, I'm still struggling with just that. <laughs> like, I, you know, just that he's uh, forgiven me, you know, that he died on the cross and, and yeah. rose again. And, uh, is, and all I need to do is, is accept him as my Lord and Savior and believe and have faith. Like, I, I, can't, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Right. And then now I'm supposed to say, and not only that, I can heal people. Like I, that's, I think that's probably the biggest struggle that I have. You know, I, I think about yesterday and we did that. We talked about this in the devotional yesterday. If you yeah. missed it, watch yesterday's. And I thought the first thing I thought about was that how you stopped and you were called to stop and t- turn around and talk to this woman. And your thought was, well, I need to give her some, some help financially. You did so. And she then said, but my legs hurt. <laughs> And, and we've been doing nothing but reading uh, devotion is about healing. Yes. And, uh, and you did nothing. 
<laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for that confirmation. I love you. My, I love you. Of my weakness. So now that brings me to the, the point. Like, you, after yesterday's devotional, how do you, how, and now seeing what he says today, now does it hit you differently? Does it now, hey, I, I have this and now I need to use it? Well, like I told you, I've been told I have it mm -hmm. um, in prayer from the Lord. And also people have prophesied that over me, you know? And so the only reason I felt so guilty after was he again said it to me through the devotional was like, mm -hmm. you should have, you should have laid hands on her, mm -hmm. you know? So it is, and I've had it in other circumstances People, especially with depression, I think that's why the Lord's sending this friend and others where the Lord has told me that, you know, pray over them. Um, you'll lift those uh, spiritual, emotional sicknesses. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just being faithful. And it's, and it, and it's like uh, he says, where I told you there was a paraplegic at the other church we were at, um, that church, EV Free, that we were at for the first time. Oh, and yes. I was so tempted to go over to her. And I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Don't do that. Like my mind was like, it was told me that you just will make a fool out of yourself. Don't do that. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's the, the boldness that uh, Smith is talking about is it just, you just gotta get a belief. Yeah. And I, I'm having trouble with that. We had a couple of comments and I'm going to finish up on what we were just talking about, but I want to get to these comments first. Mr. Tiny Corndog says, <laughs> That was the, my new favorite streamers. Is that us? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, for sure. That's that is awesome. really a bad Thank you. picture that I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Del says, hey, do you guys have the healing gift? I am led to believe so. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but I have not exercised the gift. And so the gift lays dormant. And then to my comment, Del said, OMG. <laughs> 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 I, I know get him on uh, get get on him for that so um to finish up on our and on she a, says oh it's fear oh. yes yes <laughs> yeah. absolutely fear of humiliation fear of not succeeding yes i'm so bad i'm so bad at um that kind of intimidation it's it's a it's the enemy knows that's my weakness is looking dumb right so, so remember I, and she says we must he or uh, he yeah, it's, it's a dumb. picture of a girl but is it's that dumb. okay uh, too far. Yeah. <laughs> we must remember it is his work through us. Exactly. I know, but you just, I'm a dirty broken vessel. Like, how is he going to use me? So it's just, it's, it's in the head. Right. So today I was walking, uh, you know, so at, at, at pastor, uh, at the Calvary chapel, when you sit in near the front, once service starts, we're not to leave. <laughs> we can leave, but we have to take our stuff. We can't come back. Right. In other words, you lose your seat. If, if the message is started, you have to, uh, you can't come back. So of course we time, you know, restroom breaks until, yes. you know, moments before the, the, the service starts. So as I'm, I'm leaving at my normal time, I leave and I look to my right and there's a woman sitting a chair in, there's an empty chair. And then she's sitting down up the aisle that I'm walking and I look at her and she looks like she's hurting bad. And I'm looking at her as I'm walking and she's just, she's sitting there alone and, and looks like she's in despair. And I, and it, it's almost like 
time stop for a second or I went into slow motion and I hear the Holy Spirit say, stop and sit next to her and see if there's anything you can pray with her. And you kept walking. And, and then I, and, I, <laughs> and then I kept walking and it says, stop and sit next door and see, is there anything I can do for you? And you did. I mean, I'm a police twice? officer. I've seen this look. Yeah. And you've stopped it before. <laughs> I've stopped my police car. Yes. And I kept walking. Oh, you're I got terrible. nervous. My heart started pounding. <laughs> I got nervous. Like, Lord, like the Holy Spirit is telling me to stop and talk to her. <laughs> and, and I just, I'm starting to get teary eyed because I'm thinking. Our audience is going to be ashamed I of know. us soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm telling you. And I share these things, not because I want you to know all my deep, dark secrets, but I, I you guys, I know have done the same thing and I regret it. Yeah. And we're, I didn't, I, stop I, I was trying that. to like looking for her later and I, you know, and, I, and moments it, passed. It's, it's gone. The moments passed. Hopefully somebody else did. <laughs> Holy Spirit said, all right, I gave that jerk that just walked by a chance <laughs> and he didn't do it. Can you do it? He will he, use others. Yeah. And he goes, hey, when, you, when he comes back, I need you to trip him <laughs> and make sure he falls on his bad knee and hurts himself. Gosh, uh, I've just, uh, and so I, I, I'm kind of, I, I, I said that knowing that I was going to tell you the story because <laughs> I was going to say, I'm no better. I'm no better. I, I, I'm actually worse. We are going to get better. We are going to get better. I so wish I would have stopped and would have had a better story to tell all of you. Uh, we, man, we, the, the chat is just going crazy. Um, Del, but, let's go down to the one. Yeah. Nikki. She's, Nikki's got to bounce. Oh. Um, <laughs> Jesus leads the way and canines are right behind. He chose you for a reason. That's your step of faith. I feel your anointing from here. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you all for the encouragement. Yes. Thank you, Del. And Del's like, did you sit next to her? No. Nope. Uh, Kept walking. I need to come talk to you both. Yes, Del, where are you? Are you local? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. he was. I think he still is. Oh, it's a he. Are you all Belinda friends uh, from No Regrets? I told you. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Dell, come Del, talk Del, to Del. us, please. Yeah. We need encouragement. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, Mr. Tiny, you are champs in my book, even if my book is only two pages. It's two <laughs> filled pages? That's a lot. Hey, yes. Dell's an anti. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I failed. I failed. We're not coming on this show and talking about our failures anymore. <laughs> We're gonna do. We gotta have praise reports. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm going to. Adele's gonna call tomorrow. He'll give me a call tomorrow. Awesome. All right. Um, I need to share this really quick. Um, as you have heard over the last couple of devotionals that we talked about, that Teddy was invited by Pastor uh, Jack Hibbs to to join him on his very first new podcast, his rebranded podcast, new podcast, the very first one, uh, and interviewed you about your testimony. Yes. Which is awesome. And um, we have, I have just looked it up. Remember earlier? Yes, I looked it up earlier too. <laughs> it was stuck at eight for a little while. Oh, so, I didn't uh, see it at eight. So just to share with you, we've been watching this. It's been amazing. Um, of course, Jack has been announcing uh, about the podcast and telling people about the great uh, uh, interview with you. And that so you, uh, your testimony is something that everybody needs to hear as a former Muslim coming to Christianity and your story, your time working in the White House with several different presidents. Um, and it, it kind of started off with like, you know, number 28 or something like that worldwide of all podcasts. There's millions of podcasts you got to understand. And you're 28 and everybody's like, oh, wow, my gosh, that is fantastic. You're 28. And, and number two in religion 
in Christianity. And we were all like, yes, high five in and say, you're, you're, God's doing some amazing things. He's hearing your story, that kind of stuff. And then he gave another announcement and it's been moving up. And it was in 28th then it went to 24th. And you, then we went to number one. We, you went to number one in, we. Uh, in religion, right? Yes. And I just looked it up. And right now you are number eight. I know it may be hard to see on your screen, but right there, you see Jack Hibbs, number eight in the world of all podcasts. Number eight, single digits, top 10 podcasts. And he only has God one so podcast, good. and it's you. <laughs> These other guys Woo. all have a bunch of podcasts. You got the the, the, the communist uh, there, number one, of course. Uh, hopefully, uh, that would be great if we And could the rest is all horror. <laughs> that tells us about our world, folks. The rest is all horror shows. It's the weirdo communist, Pastor Jack Hibbs, and horror. <laughs> it's the battle of good and evil. It's like crazy. It is. It is. I'm just so blessed um, to have been a part of it. You got Bill Mar 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 Mar. I can't say his name. Bill Let's Mar. See. Um, and then yeah, then all the he you got the horror, the lead horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been coming around though with some stuff. Has he, he? He's been yeah. He's oh, been saying good. you know what Democrats are crazy. Okay, he's good. been coming around and saying, you know, he's been ridiculous. Yeah, uh, defunding law enforcement, crazy. He's been talking about all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, number eight, Hedia, number eight. You know how many people are listening to your testimony? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, how many people that have to actually listen to the podcast have to subscribe to the podcast in order for you to be number eight? Oh, it is. Uh, I mean, you just have to think joy. about the, the, the millions of podcasts out there. It is. It is really something else. So congratulations. Thank it is you. amazing. Uh, it, it's great. It's amazing that Jack, it was great because we saw him as we were exiting. We had to go back because you had to do some work at the at the church and then we were leaving and Jack was leaving at the same time. And uh, well, first of all, he, he has great taste because he has the same car as I have. <laughs> he and I have the same exact car. Um, but he stopped and he goes, look at it. It's number, he thought it was a 10. He goes, yeah. it's number 10. I go, no, <laughs> goes, it's number nine. And that was at nine then and now yes. it's number eight. And so he was so happy. And uh, he said, Charlie, so humble. Upset. Yeah, he's so humble because he's just like, I can't believe it. He's like, it's funny now. He's like, this is funny. I can't understand how this is happening. <laughs> yes. So good. Uh, oh, the tiny corn dog says, well, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Daniel it's says, just wow, a, wow, nice. Yeah, it's yes. just a it's just a crazy miracle, mm. supernatural, amazing thing. And it, it really has. It's given me the chance to speak to so many people and it's, it's honestly my niche because I not only want to help Muslims come um, out of, uh, out of Islam and into faith in Christ, but my, my heart is with families, Christian families that are hurting over having lost their children to Islam. And I'm trying to kind of coach them on how, to be available when their child comes back and affirming for them, their child will come back because when children are raised in the way of the Lord, they shall mm. not depart from it. It may take a while until they're old, but they will return. The Lord's promises are true and helping encouraging them and teaching them how to ma maintain the lines of communication. And really my, that's where my heart is at is, is helping these families that are struggling because I was in a Muslim community that was almost entirely made up of Christian converts. I know exactly what those, what those girls, for the most part, their girls are thinking. I know why they went in the faith. I know what can bring them out of it. 
You know what I mean? And I tell like one of them was telling me daughter was in Bible school her whole life. Uh, she, you know, uh, was singing in the choir, the whole nine yards, and then um, found this Muslim man, became a second wife and is in full burqa. All that shows is her eyes. And I said, listen, I've lived a life very close to that. It's miserable. It's, it's, it's just horrific. It's like being in a cage. And I said, just make sure she knows there's an open door, not only to Jesus, but to her family that you will never shut that door on her and that she is always welcome home because she will walk back through that door. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about like healing gifts and things that, you know, we're supposed to know with, with, with certainty, when I email these families back, I feel that the, that the Holy Spirit is telling me, tell them your child will return, you know, give them that, that confirmation because I believe it with, with all my, all my being that they will. I know that you do because um, in our family, you yes. have had that same what you what you what you preach, you practice. Yes. And uh, with that situation that we had, it was one of those things that you did not give up, and you were pressured to give up. You were pressured by the world to give up. You're pressured by every commercial that comes on, <laughs> every movie that we watch, and you did not give in. You did not give in to the devil. And, uh, and the results have, have come. Yes. What you've been praying for. Yes. So what she's saying, and she's telling you, she. And it's not easy. No. It's not easy, Especially but. when the world is against you. Yes. But the Lord is good. You yeah. know, he will, he will, um, the sheep know his voice. Mm. He is their shepherd and they will return to him. You know, they will, it's just a. It's, it's having the faith and the communication and the love. Let them see the love of Christ in you. Don't be angry. Don't be um, defensive. Christ doesn't need defending. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Christ is God incarnate. He's God man. He doesn't need defending. He needs you to draw them back to them with your light and your love and your compassion because Islam has none of that. They will see none of that in Islam. So yeah. you are miles ahead with just that. Right. Mr. TCD says, uh, never give up. Woohoo. Never. <laughs> Oops. Whoa. Sorry. Uh, Dell says healing seems like it's for the family. Hedia. Amen. Yeah. Oops. Yes. Um, one last thing I always want to talk about, if there's any of you that are in the uh, Placentia Urban School District, uh, we attended a Meet the Candidates wow. party, party, gathering. Get, meet, meet and greet. Meet and greet at uh, a, a, a beautiful home here in Yorba with horses and corrals. amazing. And a basement in all kinds of places. But uh, we met court. in their back, basketball court, met in their backyard. I really thought of asking them for the guest house. <laughs> We should do that. Uh, and um, a, a large number of uh, residents here in the community uh, showed up to meet two men who we, as a group of parents, uh, uh, not necessarily even an organized group of parents, somewhat organized, but not necessarily, just people that care about what's happening in our schools. We, we together vetted a, a, a number of can, uh, possible candidates and narrowed it down to these two men they need to take the two seats that um, are going to be coming available. Men of valor, they folks. Are men of God. Yes. Um, both of them. One of them does a God a, a Jesus, breakfast with Jesus. Coffee with Jesus. Coffee yeah. with Jesus podcast. Um, he's an accountant. 
one of the issues that we have at the school board, and this is good for anybody that has children in the school, no matter which district you're in, is that you find candidates that have a and that quite possibly a, a background, particularly a finance background, because this is one of the biggest reasons why our districts are pulling the shenanigans they're pulling because it has to do with money. Because they're using the money. Yeah. You dry up the money, you yeah. stop the flow of money, and all those programs disappear. Yeah. You have the audacity to put up a PowerPoint presentation sharing a um, you know, where some money is going and they budget. And they have the audacity of, of actually putting something up that is completely wrong and false in front of people thinking, no, nobody's going to actually count. Nobody's actually going to look at the numbers and go, wait, that doesn't, that doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> and here there's this accountant uh, in the audience. He's gone, wait a minute. <laughs> that makes no sense. He sees it and he runs for the school board. We are going to get him. We're going to get him voted well, in. And I want to, I want to, and I want to tell people like, don't be afraid of saying that's not the, right. That's yeah. those numbers are wrong. I, I tell the story early on in the, in the, one of the shows that Andy and I did about uh, my time in the embassy in Afghanistan and the ambassador at the time, the USAID was showing them all of the hospitals that we had built all over the country right. and had these very elaborate PowerPoints with these three-dimensional photographs of these hospitals. And he lost it because he's like, I am sick and tired of you guys coming here and lying to my face that there are these hospitals in these areas. I actually got into a helicopter and went to that city and it does not exist. And they looked at him like, what? Like, what do you mean it doesn't exist? We have these drawings. Those are 3D renderings on a computer. That building does not exist there. You're lying. And they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, like this happens at all levels of government. The levels of corruption across the government are astounding. So do not take anything at face value and be prepared to fight and have the appropriate, now we're going to have, God willing, an attorney, men of valor, an attorney and a and a uh, CPA, a police officer, and a fireman, like the dream team, the Avengers, we're calling them, the school (laughs) Avengers, because it is, that's what happens when you mobilize and everyone, and the first speaker who also goes to Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills was like, first and foremost, we have God on our side. We are believers. We believe in the power of God. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what's against us. We're doing what's right. And we're standing up in defense of our children and and that's what um, that's what matters, folks. So stand up for what you believe in. Get it's in your home. It's in your city. It's in your school district. It's in your state. Um, we stand up. We, we need to all stand up for our biblical values and not give up. And stop at the lady that looks like she's in distress and pray for her. And pray for her. Pray with her. Pray with her. <laughs> Do that. So I didn't stop when it came to the school district and the school board. I went and did that. Because that's your sweet spot. <laughs> I got nervous with one person. Yeah, right? <laughs> that needed my help. Well, because it's so it's sad. a... I'll pray for her tonight. I don't know your name. I don't know who she is, but I'm going to pray. That's yes. the least I could do because I failed. I did not listen to the Holy Spirit. But you heard. I heard. I did. That's what matters. So it's the first step. The first step go, is I'm, hearing. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. What if she says, get out of my face? Never. Kind of like that guy yesterday. Well, because especially <laughs> when you say it in a way like, is there something I could pray for you? She could easily say no. Yeah. And you'd keep walking. Okay. I'm not doing it. You know? He's making the Mr. T C D is making fun of me again. <laughs> he kept walking. I did. 
Yes. I'm not going to do it again. I, but I, that's part of me putting it out there. That's kind of one of the things that Your I, accountability. I, it's accountability. You got to yes. put it out there and say, okay, you guys need to make sure and hold me accountable and, uh, and not let me do that again. Dell's going to help us. Dell's definitely going to help. I can't wait to meet Dell. He's a good guy. Um, and, well, we covered a lot of stuff there. Um, anything else, my love? I think that's it. Other than we have to tell people about this. Oh, first of all, go to Apple Podcast, find Jack Hibbs, and Just- subscribe. And, and uh, give it five stars, please. You give it five stars. So go there. But we have another podcast. Uh, you can go to the Apple Podcast and find this one, the podcast we do here. Um, but we would prefer right now that if you go to this app. Why do we need them to go to this app? Because it's put out by the Christian Post. I'm a contributor. I'm an, uh, I'm an opinion author. And it's absolutely free. And we're trying to help them build the podcast network. And it's amazing. It's an entirely Christian podcast network. This is how you get it. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. I don't know. Mr. TCD has some interesting. <laughs> what is that one? I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know. It's like it's like Frankenstein. <laughs> and these are cats, I think, right? Crying cats. Crying cats, laughing at me, crying so hard that they're laughing. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Uh, yes. And Thank uh, you for including joining us. Mr. TCD, we'll be praying for you that you get a different picture for your <laughs> for your <laughs> Twitch. And Dell, nice to see you. And oh, I started naming names, and now I got to go through them all. Danielle. Uh, and uh, Nikki, she had Nikki. to take off. Nikki had to take off. She had to bounce. And I think that's it. Did I miss anybody? Well, good comments, guys. I love it when you guys comment this much. This is oh, David was on too. Uh, thank you all for commenting. We love you guys. God bless, and we will see you at the next one. Take thank care. you. God bless. Bye.